Good morning. Welcome back to the Hip Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And boy, do I have updates for you. I am so freaking excited. Like, you know, when you're so excited to talk, you're just like, I want to get to the point. Okay. I want to get to the point. But real quick, in case you're new here, I just want to tell you what this is all about. So, Hip Bodies is a workout group. And I'm just, I started this back in 2017. And I, at the time, was doing like online training. And I had so many clients that didn't have a gym membership and didn't particularly want to get one. So, I was constantly on the hunt for good home workout videos that that I legit believed in. But every every single one I tried out, I was like, this is not the workout that this trainer is doing to get their results. You know what I mean? This is entertainment. And and don't get me wrong, it's still a decent workout, but I wanted to give like I don't I didn't want to gatekeep like what what I do. I wanted like my whoever was like working out on my video, yo, you're my workout buddy. Okay? We going to struggle together. Okay? <laughs> There's not going to I'm I might not be able to motivate you the whole time, but I'm going to give you some girl talk because that's what I do when I work out and we're going to have fun. And so that's exactly what this podcast is, is I just kind of like expand on the fun chatting part. I try to be helpful and I think this week I will be. Uh, And maybe that's how this podcast is going to evolve. I'll just be able to be more and more helpful because it'll just naturally come to me. (laughs) Um, So first things first, last week I did say that I was going to talk about the different types of magnesium. I have so much to chat about this week that I'm going to go ahead and reserve that for next week. So if you're interested in the magnesium chat, stay tuned for next week. Okay. So (laughs) now we can get started. It all starts with me recording last week's podcast. I was simply sitting on my foot, which I sit on my foot. I thought I sat on my foot a lot, but y'all, I am, I am carrying around a lot of extra weight and I did not stand up the entire time. So I I did a Zoom call and then I recorded the podcast and then I uploaded the podcast. Then I go ahead and stand up and I have a cup of coffee in my hands. And you know when your foot's asleep and you go to take a step and you're like, "Mm, my foot's asleep. I got to just push through though because that's how how you wake the foot up. Well, I tried to (laughs) and my foot didn't work. (laughs) Y'all, I went down. And I and I made it sound like an like an old woman clutching her her pearls. I was like, oh. So my husband in the other room hears a loud thump and me going, oh. So he comes running in. He's like, what, what happened? And I am just in tears, laughing. It didn't hurt. I was fine. I was fine, but I was crying, laughing. I was like, my foot. I didn't know there was a level beyond asleep, but my foot is there. It it just didn't work. I go to stand on it, it just didn't work. Uh so yeah, that was weird. Um and I didn't think anything of it. Like my foot kind of woke up over the next few minutes as a normal fallen asleep foot would. But throughout the day, it just like the it started to hurt really bad. Like it was to the point like I was like laying in bed with my foot like just there and it was like my foot was throbbing it was crazy and it only hurt like 
on the top of my foot in the front of my ankle but hurts so bad I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to like I had to cancel the next day's workout which I you guys know I never do that but it just it just wasn't getting better and I I thought about trying to teach without doing the workout myself but I was like that is gonna be so so awkward and yeah so anyway I I wanted to like really give it a solid day of rest and so it did it got better don't worry but while I was researching I'm I'm a psychopath and I you know I'm googling like foot falling asleep and not getting better foot not working anymore after falling asleep like stuff like that right and I had like seen diabetic neuropathy (laughs) which I don't have but it made me like think oh my gosh it's just it was just the holidays I made all those cookies you guys, I really didn't eat that many cookies, okay? I just always feel the need to say that. Like, I love baking, but I don't just gorge myself on sweets. Okay, anyway, moving on. So I got I got freaked out, and so that that led me to start researching keto and breastfeeding. So I tried, so I, like, went on the, I went ham. And I, I actually even started recording another podcast about it, but I never finished it. Whatever. Um, and I went out and went shopping, and I had this whole plan to be keto, and I could breastfeed. But guess what? Within like two or three days, Casey was pooping far less. She started getting fussy at the breast. I could tell my mom gut was like, this isn't the way. This isn't going to work. You're not like, this is not a good idea. So, so I, I started doing more research. Okay. Which like real quick, can I just, I have to add something else. Do you guys remember when I went on a rant? It wasn't a rant. It was a rave about the store Lytle. Well, part of that like podcast episode I started recording I went to that store and you guys it's not called Lytle it's called Lidl I've been saying it so confidently wrong for literal years yeah so it just does not feel natural when I say Lidl but that is what you call it so the I I confer I like overheard a cashier talking about like Lidl rewards or something and I was like so that's the only way this store's name is pronounced and she looks at me she's like yeah what and I was like it's just like Lidl is not correct no no it's pronounced Lidl I was like oh wow okay anyway that was a weird tangent what was I talking about okay so then I started doing research so and I think we all kind of get to this point you guys got to remember I have been in the like nutrition and fitness space for gosh almost a decade now. Yeah, almost a decade, like seven or eight years. Um, so I, I'm really, I'm well versed in this stuff. And I, it's like, I logically know what to do, but you guys know, I have talked about it. I hate tracking my food. I literally hate it. Um, I tracked my food a lot in my bodybuilding days and I just, you know what I don't like about it? I feel super restricted even though I'm not restricted. Because like the whole benefit of tracking is you can like eat whatever you want. You just got to track it. Well, hi, I that's boring. And so I'm and I'm lazy. So I'm going to eat the most simple food. So tracking is easy. But then that makes me feel restricted to simple food, which is bleh, right? Okay. Well, I started doing research anyway. And I was like looking up like breastfeeding, losing weight, blah, blah, blah. And I found a lot of really good resources and I can't believe this never caught my brain before, but the thing that kept coming up was the importance of protein. And I never second guessed how much protein I was eating because I eat meat with every meal. 
Like I, I, I try to make my meals protein centered, but I've never, I haven't tracked in years. So I really didn't know how much I was eating. Well, <laughs> I, I tracked and on a day where I thought I wasn't eating that many carbs and was even trying to be intentional about my protein, I was so low on protein and so flipping high on carbs. And I was like, well, this explains why I'm not losing weight. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, while I'm not like insulin resistant or anything like that yet, I do find that my body cannot handle a massive amount of carbohydrates, you know, and I, and I guess I was eating, I mean, yeah, like I, I eat mashed potatoes. I like, I don't know. I just eat a lot of stuff like that. And I think from a maintenance standpoint is fine, but from a weight loss standpoint, I probably need to reduce that. And, and from a protein standpoint, that completely explains why my milk supply suffers when I try to reduce calories at all because I'm inadvertently also reducing the protein that I'm eating and my protein was already too low. So, so this kind of brings me to my next point. So, well, first I'll go ahead and tell you my game plan. So I am simply tracking my dang food. Okay. But here's the cool thing. I was talking to Anna about this. That's a girl in hip bodies. And we were within like, since I've last like regularly tracked, there are some seriously amazing I'm going to call them macro influencers out there that make protein rich recipes that, you know, you can kind of make in a batch. You can like individually make the recipes like, and they are good. It's like comfort food type stuff, but all of it is so filling because it's so high in protein. I've made quite a few recipes just in the last few days. Like just now before recording this, I made a buffalo chicken mac and cheese that like, it was so good. <laughs> um, the sauce, you know, typically I would make a sauce with like butter, flour, milk, um, and then I'd like put cheese in it, right? Well, this sauce was a combination of cottage cheese, little like laughing cow cheese wedges, a little bit of like, I got some like of that white cheddar seasoning for like popcorn and like buffalo sauce. And I'm trying to remember what else. I think there was a little bit of cream cheese in there. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but whatever. Anyway, you blend it all up. The sauce was so good and it was like, it was very creamy, but it was very, it, I don't know, it was just filling. And the, and like the chicken, the way he cooks it, you guys, like I cannot believe I've never cooked my chicken like this. So he is like an exclusive boneless, skinless chicken thigh user. If you don't like dark meat, I, mm-hmm, I, I only eat dark meat, okay? I, well, that's not true. I don't only eat dark meat. I strongly prefer dark meat. So... I've switched to like only buying chicken thighs as well. And so so you season up your chicken thighs liberally. And he kind of has like his go-to, which is usually a combination of like garlic, onion, salt, pepper, like smoked paprika and chili powder. Like that's kind of his go-to. So that's what I've, I just kind of mix it together and I've been just like throwing that on my chicken. And you just put it in the air fryer for 12 minutes. It's crispy on the outside, perfectly cooked on the inside. OMG like where has this been all my life it's so easy and then I just chop it up and it's like it's fresh it's yummy it's delicious I also made like a chicken parm sandwich so I emailed like so I bought his cookbook so I can't like straight up share the recipes but it's stealth health life is one of them and then like if Anna like sent me so many good resources for like macro friendly recipes I'll try to compile them all and maybe like share them on my Instagram story or something because most of them are on Instagram. 
it's just, it, it's made it so easy because the macros are right there. So what I do is like, I can just easily track the food and I, and I don't feel like I'm eating a boring meal. Cause like old me, when I was tracking would be like five ounces, sweet potato, five ounces, chicken breast, a few spears of asparagus, like so boring. Right. But when you have these more creative recipes that are implementing more things, it's so dang yummy. And it just like, it doesn't feel as restrictive. So I'm having a great time. And I also feel like I'm learning new skills in the kitchen. Like this little sauce base for that mac and cheese, already the wheels are turning. Like I can think of so many things that I would make that sauce with. And like even just for my son, making him mac and cheese, that's like a way higher protein, like much better for you. And like you could throw in some veggies, like, yeah. So anyway, highly recommend and I don't feel restricted right now I feel very good about what I'm doing and I'm excited about it okay so protein so I've been kind of talking about like the importance of protein but I want to sell you on it okay so that's what today's gonna be a little bit about that's that that's the helpful part of today okay protein so if you don't do you know what thermogenesis is because I used to hear that word and I thought I knew what it meant but I didn't really know what it meant. So like right before this episode, I I looked it up. And so this is like a combination of definitions I found on the internet. So if I plagiarized, I'm sorry, but like I'm saying that I found it on the internet. Okay. (laughs) But thermogenesis, it's the heat production in your body. And specifically, we are talking about the thermic effect that food can have on the body. So like your body heating up to digest food. Okay, so when you when you eat rice, your body has a certain thermic effect. When you eat like a spoonful of coconut oil, your body has a certain thermic effect. Well, protein in particular, the whole macronutrient of protein, it has the highest thermogenic effect. So what this is saying is in most cases, people are going to have better fat loss results with a higher protein diet because of the thermogenic effect of that macronutrient. And if you, and the study that I read, um, I'll also just mention it, it was like specifically when it was paired with carbs, it had better results. Like, like it increased the thermogenic effect of protein even more when you paired it with carbs, which kind of makes sense to me, but I don't know how to like explain why it makes sense, but in my head it makes sense. Um, so yeah, so thermogen basically your body uses more energy simply to digest protein. So including more protein in your diet, it's if you're trying to lose body fat, very good. <laughs> very good. But let's say fat loss is not your goal. Okay? Um, I have thin hair. <laughs> and the postpartum hair loss has hit, baby. <laughs> so this was another thing that kind of made me go ding ding ding. So first off, I know my iron is fantastic. And the reason I know that is because well, not to go into too much detail, but I, I did lose a lot of blood after having Casey. So initially, huge drop, but it it was something that we wanted to closely monitor as I recovered to ensure that it got better. So my, my iron is fantastic because I take um, the ancestral supplements, beef organs, and the blood vitality supplement every day. And so by my six-week appointment, my iron level, bleh, my iron levels were, I was like, I want to say it was like 14, I think it was 14, which is really good, which is really, really good. Um, 
so I was feeling a little cocky. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know what? My iron levels are so good and I'm going to continue taking these supplements. I'm not going to have any postpartum hair loss. But then the postpartum hair loss happened. And as I've been realizing how low my protein intake was, I'm realizing that I think that's why I'm losing hair despite having fantastic iron levels because I've read that like ferritin and iron and like all that kind of stuff can lead to the postpartum hair loss. I'm like, well, that's not it for me. And I know that because I've been, you know, that has been closely monitored for me. So why, why am I losing my hair? And then I, I realized, wow, low protein would do it. (laughs) And I, I didn't intend to, I thought I was eating plenty of protein, but I, I just wasn't, I just wasn't, I was started, I guess I have kind of picked up toddler eating habits. (laughs) Um, not completely obviously, but you know, living with, living with a toddler, it's, you will, I I think you just naturally eat more carb-based meals. I don't know. Anyway, the, so hair loss is often due to a lack of protein in the diet. And I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but you can fact check me on that. Okay. I like, that's my way of saying I did look this up. Like I'm not just making this up. And I, I hope you guys know that whenever I'm sharing something as a fact, it's something that you know, I read from a reputable source, but I, you, I'm not going to cite every source. Okay. But you feel free to look it up. You can just search like hair loss protein and kind of read up on the different things. There's quite a bit of evidence out there that hair loss is often due to a lack of protein in the diet. So that's another one. And then the last one that was kind of like the, the home run realization for me was breastfeeding. So your body actually uses protein to produce breast milk. So as you guys know, I'm exclusively breastfeeding Casey. And that is obviously what sustains your baby. Protein requirements go up significantly during breastfeeding. So let's talk about like kind of the perfect storm that I've created for myself. I weigh like 40 pounds more than my normal weight. I am not even eating enough protein for that body like for like the normal weight me add another 40 pounds that's higher protein requirements add breastfeeding that's higher protein requirements no wonder my hair's falling out no wonder my milk supply tanked every time I tried to you know adjust my calories or intermittent fast or whatever right so this is kind of like I guess like if you hear all of this and have some know someone who is trying to lose weight while breastfeeding and postpartum and whatnot Maybe send this episode to them and maybe they'll be like, oh, snap, <laughs> I need to look closer at my protein. And hopefully they'll, they'll find some good tips in here. Uh, so yeah, that's, that was kind of for me like the realization like, wow, I, that is 100% what's going on with me. So I am eating so much more protein. And I am not shy, so I'm going to give you the numbers. So my like normal, okay, I have hot girl weight. I have normal weight and then I have what I weigh now. (laughs) Okay. So my hot girl weight is 140. That's like the number I was when I like met Cameron. And that's like, I got, I got abs when I'm 140. Okay. And I'm five foot four for reference. So at that weight, I would typically eat probably like 120 grams of protein a day. And that would sustain my muscles and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. Well then let's go ahead and So 150 is kind of like the 150 to 160, that whole 10 pound range is pretty much where I sat like 
before having Kevin, after having Kevin, like after I lost the baby weight and that kind of stuff. So that's like, I don't know, we'll call it my normal weight. Okay. I haven't seen hot girl weight since I was 27, but Hey, Hey girlfriend, I hot girl weight. I'm, I'm coming for you. I'm done making babies. Okay. (laughs) Which who, who knows? I don't care that much about like the number on the scale. I just like to be real with you guys. So weighing a little bit more, I would probably increase to like 130 grams of protein a day. Okay. Then, then there's post postpartum Chelsea currently. And yeah, I, you guys, I weigh like currently. So I'm right now, last I checked, I was 188. Okay. So like, yeah. So it was 192 just like last week. So it, I, it is going down. Hey, go me. Um, and Casey's not starving. So yay. But, um, what was my point about? Oh yeah. So I would recommend someone at that weight eat at minimum, like minimum 150 grams a day. I'm going to be aiming for 180 plus. That's my personal goal due to the fact that I'm breastfeeding and everything else. Okay. If I had to guess what I was eating, about 80, about 80 grams of protein a day. So that would explain it, right? And so I, if you want to kind of analyze your diet, and I, um, I know a lot of you aren't currently like breastfeeding a newborn or anything like that, but I just thought this story might be helpful. And if you're suffering hair loss or any of the other things I mentioned, maybe it's something you want to look at. And I mean, even just the fact that it's a thermogenic macronutrient, it's, it's very helpful to include. So high protein recipes, stealth health life. Those are, those are my faves so far. And I will share more resources as I get them. So now for the next part of the podcast, I'm kind of mixing it up to just to be a little bit more positive. So I am removing something that I'm sucking at. And instead, I'm going to give you guys the lowdown on what we're doing this week. Is that kind of fun? So this week in Hit Bodies, we got Meathead Week. (laughs) This all was inspired by this whole like protein realization I had because I don't know, when I think like eating lots of protein, I think like meathead. And I and I had a meathead chapter, you guys. I was a bikini competitor, um, but I, I preferred to use the word bodybuilder. So so I don't know. Like I just feel no no shade on a bikini competitor because it takes extreme discipline. You gotta lift a lot of weights, like all those things. But it it's just it's so vastly different than a than like someone in the bodybuilding division. <laughs> but anyway, nonetheless. I was still a meathead. Your girl was taking creatine and pre-workout and I, I have all the protein, you know, eating food out of Ziploc bags because like everything was meal prepped. Like anyway, I was a meathead. Okay. So this week in thinking about like the importance of protein and all of that, I wanted to kind of give those like bikini competitor bodybuilding style workouts, but for the busy mom. Okay, so we're going to get straight to the point, and the only cardio aspect of it is limiting your rest in between sets, okay? But otherwise, it is raw strength, baby. So I'm really excited for this week's workouts, and I we tend to mix it up every week because I, I just like it, and everyone else is really liking mixing it up every week. I used to do kind of the same theme for a whole challenge, but now... 
The challenge is more so the mindset stuff and like uh, we just mix it up every week. So it's very fun. And each week, every Monday is like a fresh start. So if you're someone who who needs a fresh start, every Monday is a fresh start at Hip Bodies. So it's not too late to join us, hipbodies.com. You should do it. Um, so that's what we're doing. The Something I'm killing it at lately is the next section and that I am very solution focused right now. I I catch myself from time to time falling into the poor me what am I gonna do this is so hard and like just focusing on the problem like that does nothing I'm gonna focus on the solution and that's kind of my motto going into 2023 solution focused solution focused and I'm just gonna keep doing that so (laughs) one of the things my friend Jen she mentioned it she so she's going like TikTok free and I and I mentioned to you guys like how I'm obsessed with TikTok and it's kind of bad, but like at the same time, it can be good, right? So I I could make the solution of like deleting TikTok, but instead I am going to I am going to create on TikTok. And I'm committing every day to post a TikTok. And that's how I'm going to earn my TikTok time. <laughs> Um, is through productivity. So A, solution focused, okay? Um, The next section of the podcast is meals I'm loving. So if you don't know this about me already, I love buffalo chicken anything except like I'm not a big bone and wing person. They're just so messy and they're kind of hard to eat. There's like, especially the flats, there's like meat in between the bones and it's like, I don't know, they're just like small and so messy. I, I just don't, I'm not, that's my complaint with bone and wings. Anyway, but I do love the buffalo chicken flavor. Buffalo chicken, blue cheese, that whole thing. Yum. And I mentioned it earlier, but the Stealth Health Life buffalo chicken mac and cheese that I just made right before recording this episode. So good. So good. Five stars. Like, and, and that's five out of five stars. Um, yeah, that I, I don't have anything else to say besides it was freaking good. <laughs> it was freaking good. Which on that note, I did talk last week about how I'm like struggling to get in plants. And I've done really good this week at that. So I just feel like I need to tell you that. I just randomly thought of that as nothing to do with anything else. Okay, workout wins this week. So the truth is I couldn't really think of any big wins this week. And I think that has something to do with the fact that my foot was like... <laughs> my foot was like weirdly broken or something and then like I kind of went keto which like made my energy down I don't know so this week we are proteined up I am fueled and I'm gonna deadlift 155 how many times do you think I can do it 155 so I've been deadlifting 135 the most I've done I think I got 10 reps not this week but like I've gotten 10 reps so 155 my goal is seven my goal is seven. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll see if I can get it done. (laughs) This is kind of funny. So things I'm obsessed with. Can you guess? It's protein. It's protein. I know you're like, some of you guys are like rolling your eyes right now. Maybe you're laughing. I don't know. But I'm obsessed with protein. I just feel like protein right now is solving so many problems for me and I'm really excited and I'm grateful that, you know, I have a solution to kind of dive into and 
it's it's just gonna help me in so many ways and I'm just I'm grateful I'm obsessed with you protein thank you um you you are the real MVP I appreciated you back in my meathead days and I am honoring you with this meathead week with hip bodies thank you protein um so the next section was song that fires me up I you know I removed this section and I'll tell you why I feel like it would be different if I could like play the song like a little little bit of the song but because I can't it's just me saying the name of a song I don't know it's kind of weird I I was gonna write one so if you like this section let me know otherwise it'll be gone next week but I'll just tell you the song Muwap by Lotto so Lotto is L-A-T-T-O and the song is Muwap, which is spelled M-U-W-O-P. I feel like I just sound like I'm speaking another language. Muwap, Lado. <laughs> anyway, um, great song. Great song. It's just it fires me up. I don't know. It like makes me want to dance. Um, okay. Last section is unpopular opinions. And I've I don't know if you guys like when I kind of go on a rant, but I'm I'm going to rant right now. I do not understand how people like these fake looking influencers like these just absolutely effortlessly gorgeous effortlessly perfectly clean houses just this whole you know all white aesthetic and like beiges and just I'm perfect and you know my skin is perfect my hair is perfect I have I have constantly have eyelash extensions hair extensions fake tan the whole thing right like this whole this whole influencer thing and like they're, you know, they recommend these products and then it, 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 I get it. Like I get it. I do, but it's so, it's, it's so fake to me. I, I do not understand how people like it. Like sometimes I'll catch myself like watching a beautiful girl recommend something. And I'm like, mm, I want that now. And then I'll like catch myself. I'm like, hold up, Chelsea, you're lazy. You're not going to use it. You know what I mean? So it's like you I just have to be like realistic with myself. So like I love a good realistic influencer. Someone who shares like you don't need to put on primer, foundation, concealer, another layer of something else. Like I'm t- some of these girls, they're like putting on like five layers of foundation it looks like. It's insane. Hi, my name's Chelsea and I use foundation. That's it. I don't even use concealer. You want to know why? Cuz I don't really have dark circles. I feel like concealer has become this normalized thing for everyone to use. What if you don't have dark circles? You'll be all right. You don't need it. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, was, that was a weird rant for me. But I just don't understand how people aren't seeing right through this crap anymore. Like, it's been going on too long. This, like, overly perfect people. And especially these moms, these moms that like have like ridiculously perfect lives that makes me feel like crap about myself like oh wow okay you do your hair every day you do your makeup every day your house is perfectly clean you are so hot um why why can I not do this as well (laughs) why can I not figure this out I like someone who kind of shares the real a little bit more I, I don't know and yet like I'll see I'll stumble across these pages and they just have so many followers and so many people who are obsessed with them. And it just, it kind of makes me sad that people don't see through it. So anyway, that's my unpopular opinion. Um, 
I'm not talking about anyone specific, by the way. Like, I'm not thinking of anyone specific. And me, and I, I'm trying not to be a hater. I'm trying not. I really, I'm not, do I sound like a hater? I feel like I need to defend myself on that front. Like, I don't actually care that much. I just don't follow them. But it makes me sad that so many people do. And I imagine that some of them feel a little bit like me where it kind of makes them feel like, man, I wish I could be like that instead of like being happy with who they are. You know? Okay. That's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going with it. That's, I feel like a better way to explain it. Cause I did kind of sound like a hater there. Anywho, anywho, we got meathead week here at hip bodies. I would love for you to join us. Hipbodies.com. Otherwise I will be back next week with another podcast episode for you. Hopefully I will be able to get a guest on the show here soon. I don't know if you guys care. It seems like you guys like listening to me by myself. That's cool. All right. Bye.